Hey guys, this is Garrett. Um, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is a little uh, out of the norm. We have um, this is actually recorded in us on, in a car on the way to um, a Formula D drift event, and we'll talk a lot about that in this episode. Um, I just wanted to let you know that it's not the best quality ever because it is on the road. And uh, if you guys are just still interested in hearing it, um, we put the effort into making it. Unfortunately, we talk about an episode on the way back. We couldn't get the equipment to work, so I'm really sorry. It was a very open-ended episode, but don't worry. In the next episode, we kind of do a recap of the show. Probably not as good as if when it was fresh in our brains, but we do a recap nonetheless. So if you guys want to keep listening, thank you very much. If not, I totally understand. Um, Hope you guys enjoy. I can hear me. I can hear me too. Awesome yeah. sauce. Okay, I think I may even leave that on just so we know that. I don't know. So that we know it's working. Still working. I don't think I will because it's kind of throwing me off. Is it fucking you? No, nope. not at all. Okay, so then I we'll keep going just so that I know that it actually works. If we ever go dead for this, wait. Does this sound super distorted? Talk. Does it sound distorted to you? I don't know. I can't really hear the speaker. Can you determine if it's distorted or not? I am talking. Hello, I'm talking into this microphone. I'm also talking into this microphone while I'm driving. And if someone were to look into our car, they would see some very (laughs) weird sight. (laughs) I can't help but agree with you. Okay, it looks like it looks like we're level. Talking one more time. Alright, I think we're level, and I think that's just about as good as we're going to get, other than basically killing my voice here. And no one likes to kill their voice. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's let's be honest. Say let's be honest again. Let's be honest. Okay. And I think we're good. As long as you keep your mic there, we'll be fine. Okay, we're recording. The battery looks like it's going to last about 30 minutes. Emmanuel, what the hell is going on? All right, so we're on our way to Formula Drift Round 6 and Offset Kings by Fat Lace. Um, if you don't know, it's a big stance car show. If you don't know what Formula Drift is, well, why are you here? Why are you listening to our podcast? Formula Drift is awesome. And as soon as I found out about this, I was like, dude, we have to go. So we basically scraped up all of our pennies and we're here. Woo! We're on our way right now. It's going to be killer, guys. We're 86 miles out. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so here's the plan. We haven't really actually talked about this a lot. We've been talking about a whole bunch of other bullshit other than this. So here's my plan, and I'm going to tell you, and you can see what you think and all that jazz. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a pre thing, what we're doing right now. For as long as basically the battery lasts on my laptop, we're going to be talking about stupid shit in cars and then when we get in a car while we're in a car car. when we get there we'll probably do another one too a little bit shorter just like wow guys this is awesome this is why you should come this is the stuff we're seeing and then we'll definitely do a post one right yeah yeah definitely okay so now that we've talked that out and we've got this very deep elaborate plan 
of us <laughs> being giddy over race cars. Yeah. I think um, it's just about time that I actually tell you what's good. So we're, we're in a vehicle right now. We are in Emmanuel's car. Hell you yeah. you hear him, like, overpass and take someone at, like, 130 miles an hour, you will know because his, his exhaust will kick in and it will just sound like... I'll give you a slight taste if you can hear this. No, Okay, they could definitely hear that. Yeah, it's pretty loud. That was very, very, very loud for them, and I think they may hate us now because of that. May also hear the occasional scrape. Yeah, if you ever just hear this random, like, it's not so much the mics as it is the... Uh, undercarriage. Yeah, the undercarriage being scraped against the ground. I'm going to just... I'm basically am apologizing in advance in case this, this sounds like complete crap or something. Because we're driving on a road holding microphones in our hands with this really ghetto setup. It may cut out at some times and we may lose stuff. Um, I'm going to try to make sure that doesn't happen, but who knows? The battery may die and we may lose this whole recording for all I know. But that's why we're doing what we're doing. We're taking all the necessary precautions and we're going to get this done. But we promised we would do an episode and damn it, we're going to do an episode. You know. <clears throat> so let me pull up my news resource here. We can talk about some new stuff. Um, let's just... Oh, oh! I got a text message. I'll <laughs> check that in a minute. Um, something I... Okay, you know, before I start looking up all this new stuff, let's just talk a minute about how the Mini Cooper is becoming... Is, in fact, actually, it's not becoming... The Mini Cooper was just stated as being the most popular foreign car in America. Really? The Mini Cooper was voted most popular foreign car in America. What do you have to say about that? I can see it. I can see it. There's a, quite a bit of them around, really. Um, People love that car. Yeah. Um, it has the reliability of a BMW, so what's not to love? Um, I mean, I just kind of feel like, I don't know, a Mini Cooper, of all things? Why, why aren't, like, BMWs considered the most, or Mercedes, or, or anything, really? Why aren't they considered the most highly liked I don't know. I think those cars are more like status quos, whereas the Mini Cooper is just a small, sporty car, and it has a lot of different options for it, so probably why so many different people are buying it. What's the super, super sporty Mini Cooper that they have, like the Mini Cooper Type S? Yeah, the Cooper S. Um, I'm sure they have a... It's really low. It's only a two-seater, right? Um, It's got a really small cabin. No, it's a a two-door, but it's a five-seater. Okay. But it does have a uh, supercharged engine. That one actually is pretty nice. Yeah. And I like the rims that it comes with, those blacked out rims. I yeah, mean, it looks good in black. For, straight from factory, it's pretty It's pretty damn good, actually. Yeah. Just put an exhaust on it, and it, like, pops and burbles. It sounds really good. Really? I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't own one. I'm just saying that I'm surprised that the Mini Cooper got as much success as it did. Because when it first came out, people hated that car. They yeah. hated, well, they didn't hate it. They hated on it, is what I think I should say. Yeah. Um, and people, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's like fashion. People will hate on something, and then before you know it, they'll start wearing it. Yeah, but, um, yeah definitely. So I guess maybe cars aren't that far off in that respect of the whole idea that, you know, you hate and you hate and you hate and hate and hate, and then the next thing you know, you're driving it. Yeah, <laughs> you're in one. It's like uh, I used to hate on... Um, Miata's hardcore, but I want one. Yeah, they are pretty cool. And Hondas in general, and now I want an S2000 like no other. Yeah. I think you just have a thing for roadsters. I, I think I... 
you know the fa- you just said that out loud and that really actually makes me like but I hate the Ferrari California and that's oh, yeah, technically a roadster yeah by definition it is a roadster does anyone actually like the Ferrari California Californians really <laughs> do they actually drive it in California well yeah they drive everything they have the money they still drive Hummers in California I wouldn't gas is so damn it sorry those bumps are scaring the crap out of me they're just like shaking my brain yeah that's what happens when you have like 20 kilogram spin rate gets pretty intense yeah it's it's pretty crazy I I actually kind of like it my back doesn't like it though okay I'm, I'm almost to the news source Mini Cooper, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I would buy one for full new price either. Nah. Uh, I would own one. I would add it to my collection. It's not exactly on the top of my list right yeah, now, it's though, not, definitely. It's not uh, a car I'm looking to purchase in the near future. Yeah. To say the least, I guess. But it is a nice Ooh. car. So... I didn't know about this, and this is probably because I haven't been checking up on news like I should, but you know that Tesla has just signed a factory deal in Nevada to start producing Tesla vehicles in Nevada so that you can go and get a custom-made Tesla Sport S if you want. Yeah, from Nevada, and instead of, where is the other, uh, Norway, like Michigan or, or something, <laughs> this is their uh, first U.S. plant? Yes. That's pretty intense. Did you know it's illegal in Texas to sell the Tesla? What? Wait, what what, what did you say? In Texas, it's illegal to sell the Tesla. They can't even give you the price in Texas. Why? No idea. What about it is illegal? The fact that it is... Electric, electric probably. what, what, What about that makes it illegal? Don't ask me. Ask tes- Texas. Like, okay, okay. because I went to um, the mall up north, north, uh, north of Houston. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Galleria. Yes, the Galleria, and um, they have a Tesla place there, just to like let you look at the car and then like go through all the options or whatever. But the one thing they won't tell you is a price. And someone asked why. They're like, they're like, well, uh, why is there no price, and why can't I buy one here? And they're like, oh, because Texas law says that we can't sell them here. We can't even give you an MSRP. So, but you can look up the MSRP online. Yeah, you can. That's weird. Okay, here's here's the news. <clears throat> Have you seen the new 2016 Mercedes-Benz AMG GTS? I have not. It looks like a 503 horsepower fishtailing monster. What are the specs on it? Um, okay, let me let me look at this. Let me, I just literally saw this, and it looks very, very, very sexy. Uh, it has a double wishbone suspension system, seven-speed dual-clutch transmission, which can be upgraded to a triple clutch. That's ridiculous. Uh, it comes out next spring. <laughs> It's made from aluminum steel, and the rims are made out of magnesium. Interesting. Uh, it has interesting. a 503 horsepower V8, completely naturally aspirated. 
That's the pretty The GTS has upgraded brakes over the AMGT with, uh, what's the rating? It's a temperature rating. It says it has double the standard rating, which I'm assuming means can handle, handle double the standard amount of friction as the original brakes Right, did. yeah. So it'll stop like a Bugatti and have the power of half of a Bugatti. Yeah. <laughs> what else have we got here? Ooh, it gets a navigation screen above the central dashboard. Classy, classy. It's very attractive. Wow, 60 miles per hour in 3.7 seconds. I'm assuming you fishtail for the first second, and then the next 2.7 is you actually driving yeah. forward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, well, uh, on a car like that, you know they're going to have, like, advanced trash control, and then, like, probably a launch system, even. Look, look at this car, and I want you to... Uh, here, hang on. Let me go to, go to a good picture. Look at how your butt is seriously right over the rear tires. Oh, yeah. It, I, that just screams, like, every direction other than forward. It's so... I don't know. It looks balanced, though, like, despite the fact that the front looks really long. The front is very long, and the... the, the I mean, this is how all Mercedes-Benz AMGs are. Yeah, all basically. I mean, they all have really long front ends and have really, really close... Um, you know, right on. You're sitting right on top of the wheels, basically. Especially the AMG GTs. Yeah. So I'm gonna hate on that a little bit. Uh, I love it. It looks beautiful. I would own one in a heartbeat. But that, that's my negative comment. It looks like, and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's crap tons of technology that went into it. But there's only so much that your technology can counteract physics. You know. Yeah. Plus, who drives with traction control, anyways? non-racers non-drivers you don't have traction control right now well no because I don't have traction control at all <laughs> I don't have traction control at all on my vehicle either who needs it <laughs> exactly that way like whenever I barely tap the gas to go forward or something I end up like doing a burnout yeah. in the rain <laughs> in the rain when it's wet and, and when there's a cop like right next to you yeah it happens every time I'm like oh hello police officer and I'm like barely tap on the gas <laughs> and my car's like it just like burns out like right there and I'm like sorry 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 I didn't mean that I wasn't trying to you know huh let's look for another deal oh challenger hellcat dealer ordering open with a twist oh what? what is this I'm sorry I gotta do a little bit of reading dodge adjust one. allocation strategy in an attempt to avoid dealers market adjustments wow you know what that means explain what it means that means the dealers are marking up prices depending on how many hellcats they got they're like well this is the only one in the state of texas so i'm gonna charge you double msrp for it yeah i could yeah i can see that i can see so dealerships doing, doing that is they're taking hellcats away from dealerships and putting them in other states. Like, states that only have, like, one or two, they're putting, like, three or four or something so that you yeah. can't say, there's only one of them. Now you have to say, there's only se seven of them, <laughs> you know, which yeah. makes it sound a lot less cool, to be honest. Yeah. I've Good seen one. Good decision on their part. I've actually seen one in yeah, person. There's one, there's a guy who drives them in, like, southeast Houston area. Yeah. It's very, very, Black. very, very loud. Black. Yeah. I'll, I mean, 
It looks good. It looks better than the... Uh, yeah, it looks better than the stock Challenger. Yeah, definitely. Do, 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 do. Okay, um... Whoa, 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 whoa. This is big news. <clears throat> I'm going to butcher his name. Marchioni to become Ferrari chairman as Montezemolo quits. I've always read his name, but I've never said it. Yeah. The, the Ferrari chairman quit, and another guy is taking his position. Oh, so many questions right now. So many questions. Why did he quit? Like... All right, hold That's on. my main thing. <clears throat> he said he will step down as the chairman of Ferrari as of October 13th and will be, re- be replaced by the Fiat Chrysler CEO. Oh, Ooh. man. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> but this isn't a buyout, really. He's just the CEO. Straight up taking it over. That's it's not even a buyout. He doesn't even have to buy it. That's pretty crazy. And sad at the same time because we talked about the Chrysler Fiat deal and now he's going to take Ferrari under his wing and like so Fiat is basically trying to fight Volkswagen because Volkswagen owns Lamborghini yeah and so now Fiat has got Ferrari even more under their influence which they kind of unofficially did anyways you know Volkswagen owns everything, really. Yeah. They own Lamborghini, Audi, Bugatti, Volkswagen. Like, but now Fiat has, you know, Fiat Chrysler. You're called Fiat Chrysler for a reason. Yeah. You know, after the Chrysler buyout, which we talked about. Yeah. Okay. Do, do, do. Uh, here we go. Let me, okay. For, okay. Uh, shh. The departure of Montezemolo, 67, was widely expected after escalating clashes between the two executives over strategies and the role of Ferrari within the Fiat group. (laughs) You know what that means? What's it mean? I bet you he was pressured to step down. I bet you he was told, you're not playing by the rules, you need to step down. Most likely. That's pretty... I don't know, man. That's just... That's intense. I don't like it. Okay, Ferrari is a key component of Marconi's plans to expand the luxury cars to better compete with Volkswagen, which owns Lamborghini among its stable of high-end nameplates. (laughs) And Bugatti. And Audi. And Audi. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You you can't compete with with that, like... Montezemolo wants to maintain Ferrari's autonomous status and limit sales to about 7,000 cars a year to preserve the brand's exclusive allure. I mean, that's good, I guess, but... What if 7,500 people want a Ferrari that year? Sucks. <laughs> what, do, what do they say? They, they, who does that? Uh, premium auto cars, auto car makers... Well, look Look at Lamborghini. They made, like, three Sesto Elementos and then, like, one Veneno or something like that, you know? And, like, they just have really exclusive models. And yeah, then it's fine to have exclusive models. But for your non-exclusive models, like, why are you going to put a cap on 
Like, well, because they're still not production cars. They're for, okay, handmade, the, hand-tailored. The Lamborghini Murcielago might as well be a production car with as many as they've thrown out into the market. And maybe by definition it was, but it still wasn't, like, mass-produced in a plant. It was a lot of the components were still made by hand and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, even though it's being taken over by a bigger company, he's still trying to preserve the small company, like, um, what's the name? Exclusive. The exclusiveness of it. Okay, listen to this. Marquion says said on Sunday that the recent disappointing performance of the Ferrari's F1 team was unacceptable and that it was absolutely non-negotiable that Ferrari should win F1 races. <laughs> what? Basically, he's saying that if a Ferrari car doesn't win an F1 race, that it's something is very, 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 very wrong. Yeah. That's not acceptable. I mean, I don't know. You win some, you lose some. You gotta... It's the nature of racing. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a race. It wouldn't Ferrari be a sport. Every yeah. time, you know? It would just be the, let's go watch Ferrari win. Yeah. That's the whole idea. I mean, you get ground, you lose. You gain ground, you lose, you know? You know sometimes you lose ground. All right. Let's do one more. Oh, man. The 2016 Miata unveiled. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw that. Oh man, it's all over the internet. Actually, I, mean, I kind of want to talk about the Viper after this too. All right, that's whatever. Okay. Well, I, we'll I, do you like it? Have you seen it? Uh, I'm actually gonna get a first impression on it. It's uh, okay. You know, you know. So unfortunately, this is a bunch of pictures, and uh, there's not a whole lot like details because they didn't give us any details actually. Yeah, it's it's very very sparse. The update, okay. The new 2016 Miata unveiling has come and gone. If you missed the live stream, check out the photos and stay tuned. We will have a deep dive and full gallery of the new car up for you shortly. So I'm basically only able to... It's hashtag long live Miata. Oh no, long live the roads. That's their hashtag for the Miata. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's still a driver's car. That's what they're going for. This back end looks awesome it's very squared but it still looks like a Miata it's very kind of that bubbly kind of look but the sides take a take a look at that it's a little hard to see in the light but yeah it, it, it looks the front's pretty aggressive when you look at it the headlights give it it'll like how the headlights and the bumper combine it's kind of like an aggressive forward looking it's it's pretty sharp looking it, it looks like it's trying to present itself as less of a girl car and more of a an aggressive driving his car. Yeah, an aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. It's, it's it's not a girl car. It's a dress car. Okay. <laughs> it's it's trying to portray itself as an aggressive, fun to drive roadster, which the Miata is fun to drive. Yeah. No one has ever sat in a Miata, and unless they've okay, if you've never driven a car under three hundred horsepower, you may sit in a Miata and think it's not fun, but. Any, everybody else will get in a Miata and have a great time driving it. It's very forgivable. It's very fun. It's a little underpowered, in my opinion. It's lightweight. I mean, it's lightweight and it handles well. That's that's the main thing. And it's a front rear, uh, front engine rear wheel drive, so it just makes it 
a blast to drive, you know. And of course the power issue can be solved with the few modifications that we know you're going to make anyway, so... What did you say? Sorry, it's super... Okay, if I ever ask him to clarify, it's it's not because I'm deaf, it's because it's, it's pretty loud in here right now. It is. No, but like, the power issue you can solve really easily just by a oh, few okay. modifications. Yeah, turbo. Turbo. You'll never need any more power ever. Basically. I mean... It, the it ultimate makes it car. Twice as much fun to drive, and then honestly, it's got too much understeer for my taste. So I would get another suspension. But you so don't short wheelbase. You don't have to by any means, but the Miata comes traditionally. It's more forgivable, you know. Like an S two thousand, you put too much turning into it, and you're going to spin if you're yeah. going on like some winding roads. The the Miata forces you to slow down a little bit because you know it's got a little bit of understeer there, but. It makes it safer. It's basically the best way to put it. It makes it safer for most people to drive and more fun for most people to drive because of that. Yeah. All right. So we're looking for... Where is it? I can't wait to see people start modding this 2016 Miata. Oh, it's going to look so good. Okay, there's a Mercedes-Benz. There's a Miata. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Gotta let it load. Ooh, wow. 2015 Dodge Viper SRT gains power, new GT trim, and fresh colors. Wow. Oh, gosh. They're wow. changing the trim? Like the interior? Uh, I'm just looking at some of these stats right now. The 2015 Dodge Viper gets 645 horsepower, 600 foot-pounds of torque, and an 8.4 liter V10. I can't get over that. That's ridiculous. It's huge. That is so awesome. I bet you this thing sounds like a monster. It is a monster. How big was the Bugatti engine? How many liters was that? Eight liters. You're you're missing six cylinders and you have just as many liters. 0.4 more. Pretty intense. But I mean, that's like definition American muscle car huge engine lots of cylinders rear wheel drive just tire shredder that's wow. what it is you know actually I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as to say that I I really like this I mean okay alright straight on from the side it looks weird but at any other angle, it looks very, like, fast, you know? Oh, yeah. And there's I that side so. profile that's kind of, eh, because there's this big slot in the door. Um, and It's all function. Huh? It's function. Oh, yeah. Functionality. I mean, it's pure functionality, but it looks kind of weird. And I do, like, I do like the fact that they put in the hood struts to give it more rigidity across the body. That's something that you actually don't see a lot. What the hell is this thing? It's one blade to a uh, windmill for electricity. Holy cow. These things so are massive. We are driving right next to a... <laughs> it's a, scary. A okay. giant, like, like you said, a giant wind blade to a, a, one of those giant windmills. And it's got to be at least 100 feet long. Yeah. 130 feet long. That's freaked me out a little bit. This huge. And it was like flopping around yeah. next to us. And it's just on this giant, absolutely massive 18-wheeler. It's like 
twice as long as this orange 18-wheeler that we're about to come right up next to. Pretty crazy. And all of those windmills have three of them. Dang, man. Have you ever seen the windmill, like, fall over in that YouTube video? No. Dude, there's a, they're, like, hoisting it up, because that's the only way you can get it up there. Oh, yeah. And, like, the cable breaks, and it's, like, almost oh. there. Then it just, like, hits the ground. Huge dust cloud. Yeah. It's freaking that's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> it's cool, but it's also terrible, because that's, like, so much energy that was wasted because and of that. And money. Yeah. This oversized load guy is so far ahead of the... (laughs) (laughs) We passed, like, so many more vehicles since then. But, I mean, he's probably up that far ahead just to, like... Let people know. Or or make sure that there's not... Oh, traffic and all that stuff. Or clearance, even. Like, this thing, this bridge... I don't know if he'll be able to get over that. That would suck if he couldn't, because he's on a highway. It's no, not he, like he can turn around. He either. can. I can see him. Okay. Yeah, he. So, like I was saying, um, let me look at this interior. Wow. Okay. It's really cool that they have the Viper in the speedometer or the tachometer. Sorry. Have you seen that? Oh, it's like the actual snake. Yeah, it's like an actual Viper awesome. head in the middle. That's pretty awesome. Wow, the output goes up five horsepower. Okay, Ooh. the big features on this—it's uh, just they come with a ceramic blue edition. If you want that, you don't have to. I've seen that color. It's it's very nice color. I love the blue. Blue and red on Vipers is my favorite. Yeah. The very classic Gen One Viper with the blue paint and the white racing stripes down the middle of it. Sex. This I feel like would fit the same exact edition. But then the generation after the first gen, the second gen, with the red and the white stripes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the new one, just like in that blue, that new blue that they came out with. I don't so know. deep. I don't know why they call it ceramic blue, though, because ceramic isn't blue. Yeah, ceramic is white. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, in cer- have you ever dealt with, like, ceramics before? Yeah. They feel weird. Yeah, they do. Like, they're not like what I would consider metallic or anything, so they're like a clay. I mean, ceramics are like a clay. Yeah, it basically is. Uh, I'm sure it's just a fancy name that they added on there. Oh, there's another bump, and there's another. Hooray for bridges and low cars. There's just two giant spikes of sound on, on the recording where we <laughs> just like slammed the car into a bump. Yeah. Look at that hill. That's pretty cool. Okay, in East Texas, there are, like, no hills. So every time I see just, like, a random road that goes up some random hill, I, I just can't help but look at it and think it's cool. Yeah. It's a, the petty life of a of a plain person. There was no one in that vehicle. There's an abandoned cart on the side of the road. And now there's the popo. There was a cop down there. It's a 5-0, probably. I don't know what he's doing down there. The policy. Um, maybe you're not supposed to fish or something, and then that truck, like, stops by the water. was fishing down there. Yeah. because uh, this is a creek. Yeah. It actually, it actually looks more like a rice field, but it this is a creek. It's really big for a creek. Is that a body? Holy <laughs> cow. No, that is a rice field, isn't it? <laughs> We're about to be in Rice, a town called Rice. Yeah. Like for real? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's why, because there's a bunch of rice fields around here. That makes sense. 
because this is welcome to rice where we have rice fields nice another oversized load oh I'll bet you it's another blade up there <gasps> I bet that would be cool I wonder where they're assembling these things in this side of Texas I have no idea I mean that's idea. actually really cool I'm a really big proponent to the whole renewable energy thing yeah inexhaustible technically I'm all know. about that that's cool but yeah there's another blade it looks smaller from here but getting back to the whole car thing that we are, uh, you know, talking about. So, it gets a satin black exhaust bezel, which is cool. Ceramic blue fuel-filled doors. What? <laughs> Ceramic blue fuel-filled doors. That's what it says. But what does that mean? Um... Do your doors have fuel in them? <laughs> that's what it sounds like, and I don't know if that's the thing that I'd want. Um, maybe there are no fuel tanks. Maybe there's fuel doors. <laughs> fuel doors. It's a new thing. All the kids are doing it. Great. This blade just switched next to us. It's huge. I can't get over how big that thing is. It's. I don't even know how they get it up there, to be honest. Like, I, How much uh, do you think that weighs? It's probably deceptively lighter than it looks, but it's still heavy. I bet you it's still at least a ton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because that just the size, like, anything that size of most materials that are semi-durable would be heavy as crap, you know? It could be made out of feathers, and it would still... It would... Yeah. <laughs> a ton of feathers probably looks about that big. Like A ton of feathers, yeah. Uh, what's the last thing? Orange brake calipers on blue, black. I don't know if I'm feeling that. Black, black brake calipers, or blue brake calipers. Actually, I would pick the blue if I got the blue one. Carbon fiber brake ducts. It's cool, I guess. I mean. Okay, and I I don't even know what this is. If this says anything about it, and rear applique. It's French. A-P-P-L-I-Q-U-E with a little line over it. The umlau yeah. dash line thing. You know, I really don't I'm know what that means. I'm going to look at the back of the car again and see if I can see anything that just screams Yeah. I see, I see what looks like a trunk. Well, I would hope it'd have a trunk. I have no idea what it is. Uh, uh, I'm a noob. I don't even know. Okay, but a Tremec six-speed manual routes the power to the rear rear wheels. Top speed is 206 miles per hour, while the mileage is 20 mpgs. (laughs) Is that highway? Yes. Ouch. Well, what do you expect from 8.4 liters? There's also an even higher limited edition purple uh, color called striker purple what's with dodge in their purple uh midnight blue that's nissan they want it to become the new midnight blue they wish striker purple will be like midnight blue three the challenger had plum crazy purple which was like pretty weird yeah, not it a. Looks like a plum, actually. It was. Yeah, it was kind of a lighter purple, like, looked like a plum. But I think this is like deep, dark, steal your virginity purple. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. 
<laughs> I don't know how much I would pay for a purple car, but steal your virginity. Yeah, maybe for wheels. That'd be cool. I don't know. I guess it would look good purple and black, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think I would Just drive all the ever, dark colors. I don't think I would ever drive a purple car. There's a Doritos truck. I've never seen an entirely dedicated Doritos truck in my entire life. That's dedication. Doritos. Okay, so that's it for the news. Emmanuel, we're going on 36 minutes and we're only halfway through the battery. That's good. Good sign. About 30 minutes of that was actual news. Actually, no, probably about 20 minutes of that was actual news. The other 16 was us rambling about bull. And the freaking windmill fans. Yeah, the freaking windmill. It was so huge. There's I only two of them. Like, get really close to someone and like stick my mic in their car and be like, "What do you have to say about <laughs> ISIS and stuff?" And, like, stick it in their car and see what they do. I just screamed. I'm really sorry about well, the, that. Their first question would be, why do you have a microphone? And why are you recording in a car? I don't know. We should try to do something like Flula. Like Flula? You're freestyling, just so you know. Oh, dang it. <laughs> what am I going to rap about? I have to think of some, some words. Uh, yeah, we're driving to Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, Texas Motor Speedway, Formula Drift, about to get real down, car show, getting low, oh shit, almost steered off the highway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's probably going to sound terrible when I'm getting <laughs> yeah. it out, Please, but it's awesome. I'm just kidding. There's some I can freestyle if you want. We got 40 miles until our destination. Well, 41 miles until our destination, but 40 till we get off this highway. I got 41 miles, but a... a Bitch ain't one. Yeah. Wow. Is that a biker gang? That's a biker gang. Is it really? On the right. Thug nasty, yo. I wish I was that gangster. I wish I was cool. I wish I was that cool. I just wish I was cool at all. Yeah. It would be nice to be cool. I wish I drove a black Toyota Camry and wore a blue long sleeve business shirt <laughs> everywhere. With a license plate. Oh, I can't see it in the mirror. Don't say it's license plate, okay? <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that out. I wish I drove a white Mustang GT. I wish I drove a blue 18 Hellwig 18 wheeler. It's probably actually a Mack truck, but yeah. it's, it's probably. It, it says Hellwig on the side. I wish I drove a white Mustang GT. I wish I drove a Mike oh. with twenties on it. I was about to say, I wish I drove a Mike Mustang. <laughs> a Mike Mustang. White Mustang. Cool. <laughs> he definitely looked and saw us holding our mics. Yeah, he probably looked at us talking massive amounts of, of crap about his Mustang. Yeah. His license plate cover on the front, like he's got the the trim on it. It was coming yeah. off. He might want to screw that on. We could just tell him to. <laughs> I got an idea. We could like roll down the windows and be like, "Hey man, screw you!" And, like point at his thing, and he'd be like, "What the?" And he'd be like, "No, your license plate." Your license like, plate, it, man. It's screw it down. It's about to fall off. Come on, dude. Yeah. Get your head out of the gutter. Wow. Tell it to the mic. And like hold it out the window. Yeah. Hold it. Hold the mic out the window. 
Just imagine how bad the wind would be. I kind of want to test it. I'm going to edit it out, okay? But I want to see how bad the wind noise is, even with this filter on. <laughs> you know, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's good. Okay, so I mean, really, Emmanuel, do you have anything else for this segment of this episode? I mean, I think we maybe. Now we covered a lot. We covered a lot. Okay, and just some groundbreaking stuff. I'm gonna edit maybe all of these together into one giant episode, which would be pretty baller, actually. That would be. But we're gonna have so much stuff to talk about later. There's no need for us to ramble on right now at all. Yeah. So, I'm gonna let you guys go, as if we're like on the phone or something. We'll be back. You will only have like. A fraction of a second in between our last words yes. in the next segment. But we have a few hours. But we have a few hours. So wish us luck. Check us out on the website. Oh, wait, you already are because you're listening to this. You're amazing. Tell your Thank friends. Thank you. Tell your wife. Tell your kids. We are going to... Emmanuel, tell, tell us what we're... Tell them what we're doing again. Formula Drift Round 6 in Texas Motor Speedway. It's going to be great. It is. I'm excited. And what's the title of the car show again? Offset Kings. Offset Kings. Guys, we're going to look at some baller cars, and we're going to get some baller pictures, and I'm going to make some baller blog posts, and we're going to be ballers. And I'm not going to make a single cent off of it because we don't have advertising or anything. So Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it all for free for you. You got free show coverage, my friends. This is probably the last one, but... No, we got Week Fest in October. Okay, yeah, but, but I'll have advertising up by then. Oh, True. I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. I mean, but they're not paying for it. They're not. No. You still get it free. So if you're listening to this like a year in the future, go ahead and click on an ad on the side. We get like a fraction of a cent every time you click on it, and it's pretty baller. And all of that goes back into this show, so don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't make a profit cent of this. Yeah. It goes into us going to events. It goes into us paying for gas. Uh, I mean, buying new equipment, stuff like that. New equipment. Yeah, actually coming up with a reasonable setup for recording on the road. Yeah. Because we got to figure out something other than this. This like, is this is kind of ridiculous. Ooh, TSX. Where? The middle lane. Well, I'll be. I love it. What does that say? What kind? What is the name of this town? Um, that's the exit. I don't think that's the town. No, no, the, name. The, the, the on the water tower. Oh. Enus. Enus. Oh, Enus. I've heard of Enus. <laughs> that would be Penis. hilarious. Actually, that would be penness. Penness, but still, P E N N I S. It would look. No, it's E N N I S. Yeah. But me, you know, being a, a college kid, first thing I I thought made the, I made the connection between Enus and and Venus. Obviously, what were you thinking, <laughs> you dirty person? You. All right, but for real this time, I'm gonna stop talking. And this is Garrett. I'm Emmanuel. And we are Redline Radio, and we will be back momentarily. Bye. <laughs>